Well, this is a very interesting and unusual topic of conversation about the role of a musician in society. Of course, my personal experience growing up in Soviet Union uh, was extremely different, even opposite from experience of growing up as a musician in the United States. Because Soviet Union was a country of one overwhelming ideology, ideology of a communism, ideology of one leader in a country, which was Communist Party, and one leader of the party, which used to be Lenin, then Stalin, uh, and then we had number other lesser known or less infamous leaders. But the truth is, this ideology was overwhelming in society. It, it was also affected culture and music. And therefore, we all learned from very early age, from our formative years, that artist has to be a citizen. So the ideology of communism of the greatness of Soviet country, of communism as a regime, had to go through our life as a, as a tool of self-expression, tool of self-expression. We had to deliver to our listeners, to our public, that we are not only talented musicians, but we also very conscious citizens of our country. Anyway, so with that, I immigrated to the United States, and I've noticed that our artists here do not have such an obligation before society. They are mostly uh, obligated to perform well music of certain composers, and that's about it. However, I uh, after living for 40 years in this country, I still cannot get rid of this obligation of an artist to express uh, to our public not only individual ideas, but ideas of society. And here I found myself being a teacher, working with young musicians, at Northwestern University or conducting young musicians in various youth orchestras or student orchestras. And I found myself in the position of telling them, you are all United States citizens. You are Americans. Do you know your culture? Do you know music of your, of your, of your country? Do you know history of music of your country? Do you know your favorite or famous uh, composers who are uh, expressed the life of this society? Do you know names like uh, Aaron Copland or Leonard Bernstein? Or do you know Samuel Barber? Do you know who was Charles Ives? Do you know Roy Harris? or William Schumann, for example, 
or who was John Adams. And of course, I could go on and on because there are probably uh, almost a thousand of names who are associated now with American music. Anyway, so as a teacher here, I always conduct music of American composers. And I call this program an American Explorer. So we just, in the process of preparing such a program at Northwestern with music of Aaron Copland and the new music of a friend of mine who is on the faculty of Emory University in Atlanta. His name is Richard Pryor. So his symphony will be performed first time in Chicago. Anyway, but in addition to that, my background of living half of my life in Soviet Union or in Russia, which you associate today, uh, still uh, made me or forced me to perform music of my homelands. Why I say it in plural? Because nowadays there is a rift between Moscow and Kiev. That's a typically political rift. It is not musical and it's not cultural. However, since my family came from Kiev, but I grew up in Moscow, I have heart in both places. And in time of uh, really tragic consequences here, I am obliged to perform music, something which is really greater than all pol political, political squabbles. Uh, music which represent the best of uh, spiritual world of both countries. And that's why I have here on my lap music of Gennady Lyashenko, his symphony number no. three, with the title Rainbow Over the Dnepr River. And I wonder if I could simply perform this piece uh, not just because it is a wonderful music, but because it gives us uh, experience of traveling, traveling without travel agent, without boarding plane or going through security, travel to another world, world of today's Ukraine and people who live there, people who grew up uh, belonging firmly to hundreds and hundreds of years of Russian culture and music, educated there and uh, devoted all their talents and gifts to the glory of, of our motherland. So that is my plan to perform this piece as another, uh, not only musical, but intellectual and spiritual experience for our students. So I hope I'll get the music on time and we'll be able to play this piece. Amazing stuff. I remember when when evenings were growing darker, mother used to pull up kerosene lamps, not electric bulbs. Do you remember those? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, like this? Exactly. That's what we had in our living room. And we did not have refrigerators. We had a little, like a little net, and 
mother used to put food in that net and hook it outside of the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those were very different days. Yeah.